Hello, friend. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. This is Pastor Pitts Evans. On this podcast, we read and discuss one chapter of God's Word per episode. Let's go now to the Bible and see what the Lord has for us today. Luke chapter 10. After this, the Lord appointed 72 others and sent them two by two ahead of him into every town and place where he was about to go. He told them, The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. Go, I am sending you out like lambs among wolves. Do not take a purse or bag or sandals, and do not greet anyone on the road. When you enter a house, first say, Peace to this house. If someone who promotes peace is there, your peace will rest on them. But if not, it will return to you. Stay there, eating and drinking whatever they give you, for the worker deserves his wages. Do not move around from house to house. When you enter a town and are welcomed, eat what is offered to you. Heal the sick who are there and tell them, The kingdom of God has come near to you. But when you enter a town and are not welcomed, go into its streets and say, Even the dust of your town we wipe from our feet as a warning to you. Yet be sure of this, the kingdom of God has come near. I tell you, it will be more bearable on that day for Sodom than for that town. Woe to you, Chorazin, woe to you, Bethsaida. For if the miracles that were performed in you had been performed in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago, sitting in sackcloth and ashes. But it would be more bearable for Tyre and Sidon at the judgment than for you. And you, Capernaum, will you be lifted up to the heavens? No, you will go down to Hades. Whoever listens to you listens to me. Whoever rejects you rejects me. But whoever rejects me rejects him who sent me. The seventy-two returned with great joy and said, Lord, even the demons submit to us in your name. He replied, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. However, do not rejoice that the spirits submit to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. At that time, Jesus, full of joy through the Holy Spirit, said, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and learned, and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for this is what you were pleased to do. All things have been committed to me by my Father. No one knows who the Son is except the Father, and no one knows who the Father is except the Son, and those to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Then he turned to his disciples and said privately, Blessed are the eyes that see what you see. For I tell you that many prophets and kings wanted to see what you see, but did not see it. And they wanted to hear what you hear, but they did not hear it. On one occasion, an expert in the law stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? What is written in the law, he replied. How do you read it? He answered, Love the Lord your God with all of your heart and all of your soul and all of your strength and all of your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. You have answered correctly, Jesus replied. Do this and you will live. But he wanted to justify himself, so he asked Jesus, And who is my neighbor? In reply, Jesus said, 
A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho when he was attacked by robbers. They stripped him of his clothes, beat him, and went away, leaving him half dead. A priest happened to be going down the same road, and when he saw the man, he passed by on the other side of the road. So too, a Levite, when he came to the place, saw him, passed by on the other side as well. But a Samaritan, as he traveled, came where the man was, and when he saw him, he took pity on him. He went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. Then he put the man on his own donkey and brought him to an inn and took care of him. The next day he took out two denarii and gave them to the innkeeper. Look after him, he said, and when I return, I will reimburse you for any expense you may have. Now which of these three do you think was a neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of robbers? The expert in the law then replied, the one who had mercy on him. Jesus told him, you go and do likewise. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister named Mary who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said, but Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed, only one thing is needed. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. In the ministry of Jesus, we often think about his twelve disciples, but there were actually many others who served the Lord Jesus when he was ministering on the earth as well. And so in verse one of this chapter, it says, after this, the Lord appointed 72 others and sent them out two by two. And so these 72 others were followers of Jesus. They were believers. They were empowered to go and they were sent out by the Lord Jesus Christ into the harvest fields of the earth. He went on and told them the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. So ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. Friends, there were only 12 original disciples of Christ, but since that time, many have been sent. Beginning in the first century with Jesus himself, many others besides the 12 were sent, and today many are sent. The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. And so, friends, perhaps the Lord is calling you to be a worker, or perhaps the Lord is calling you to support those who are willing to go and work in the harvest fields of the earth. You see, North Africa still needs to be evangelized. Iran needs to be evangelized. Iraq needs to be evangelized. Saudi Arabia needs to be evangelized. India needs to be evangelized. So many countries are waiting for the gospel to come in a more full presentation. And the workers are few indeed, as Jesus said. But we should ask the Lord in prayer to send out workers, and we should be willing to support workers with our finances and with our prayers as they go into the harvest fields of the earth. This is not a suggestion. This is the Great Commission. Jesus said to all of us that we should go. And when we go, we're not the message. We're only his messenger. He's always the message. In verse 16, Jesus said it this way, whoever listens to you listens to me. Whoever rejects you rejects me, but whoever rejects me rejects him who sent me. And so our words are not our own. We're not ambassadors for ourselves. 
We're not trying to gather people to ourselves or to our own ministry. We're the messengers of the Lord Jesus Christ. We're working in partnership with the Holy Spirit in the earth, calling men to Christ. I'm calling you today on the radio. Are you listening to the message? Are you listening to me or are you listening to the Spirit of God speaking through me? Because the Lord is speaking to you and the words that I speak from the scriptures are his words, not my words. Jesus went on in this chapter to give a, a very interesting teaching on on love for the Lord and love for our neighbor. And then he gave us the parable that's known as the parable of the Good Samaritan. So in verse 25, it says, On one occasion, an expert in the law stood up to test Jesus, and he said, Teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus answered him, What do you see written in the law of Moses? How do you read it? And so the man answered, Love the Lord your God with all of your heart, all of your soul, and all of your strength, and with all of your mind. And of course, this is the foremost thing in the Old Testament, that we should love the Lord our God. And he went on to say, And love your neighbor as yourself. Jesus commended him, said, You've answered correctly. But the man immediately says, Okay, if I'm supposed to love my neighbor as myself, who do you define as my neighbor? And then Jesus gave this very famous parable we know as the parable of the Good Samaritan. In verse 30, a man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho when he was attacked by robbers. They stripped him of his clothes, beat him, and went away, leaving him half dead. And so we have an individual who was badly mistreated, attacked by robbers, and um, robbed and left for dead. And then a priest, a Jewish priest, happened to be going down the same road. But when he saw the man, he didn't go over and help the man. He went over to the other side of the road to avoid this this beat-up, outcast man. And so after him came a, a Levite, a descendant of Levi, the tribe of Levi. He came to the place, and he too passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan, when he traveled, he came to where the man was, and he paid attention and took pity on him. Now, I want to stop for a second. Jesus was talking to a religious Jewish leader. The religious Jewish leadership did not receive the Samaritans as brothers in the Old Covenant. They considered the Samaritans to be apostates. So Jesus intentionally selected a guy for this parable that would not be acceptable to the Jewish religious leadership as someone who behaved virtuously toward his neighbor. So this Samaritan came to where the the beat-up man was, and he took pity on him. He went to him, he bandaged his wounds, he poured oil and wine on him, then he put the man on his own donkey and brought him to an inn and took care of him, and then out of his own expenses, he paid the innkeeper and gave him money and a, and a charge to, um, to look after the man, and he said, if you have any more expenses, I'll take care of those as well. And so Jesus asked the religious leader, which of these three do you think was a neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of robbers? And of course, the the man responded that the one who had had pity on the victim was the one that had been a good neighbor. And Jesus said, you go and do likewise. Friends, for us, what the Lord was telling us is all men are our neighbors. All mankind is our collective responsibility. We're not like Cain in the Old Testament who said, am I my brother's keeper? We, in fact, are our brother's keeper. First and foremost to the uh, the family of God, we have a responsibility, but to the broader family of humanity, too. We're to love the Lord our God with all of our heart, all of our soul, all of our strength, and all of our minds, and love our neighbors as ourselves. 
And if we do love our neighbors as ourselves, we'll first and foremost be willing and wanting to share the gospel with them, but we should also be concerned about their physical needs and humanitarian issues as well. I would encourage you to consider both of those your responsibility as a follower of Christ. So, Lord, we want to emulate the Good Samaritan today. We want to be good neighbors to those immediately around us and to all of mankind, even those on the other side of the planet. Lord, may we not be among those who turn our eyes away from people in need. May we be among those who act as a good neighbor in your name to whatever need we see, whatever needy person we see in the earth. Lord, may we represent you with love in everything we say and do, and may we learn to love you as much as you can be loved and as intimately as you can be known. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.